0: Hello, Hi, everyone. <laughs> it it's is your, the twins. It's your favorite twins again. <laughs> <laughs> we're here, and we we're going to do, initially do like a dry run our previous podcast, but we really like how it came out, so we published it. Um, we're just waiting for it to be um, approved and published by a few other platforms, that way it can be, you know, it's available to everybody. We know that certain people prefer certain platforms to listen to their podcasts. So we wanted to make it available to everybody, which is really cool about, you know, this app that we use. So, um, so yeah, let's just hop into it. Yeah. And also, um, just Apple takes a little bit longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we have friends. Like Sanya said, you know, we wanted it to be available for everyone. We mentioned it to some of our friends that we we're doing the podcast and they were eager to listen, but we don't want people downloading stuff onto their phones. <laughs> yeah, just to listen to it. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. All right. So let's hop into it. So what's up? Nothing much. Um I was just we were kind of talking about it today, but um earlier today i did an amazing um cycling workout along with um a few smaller workouts on peloton um not a sponsored post by the yeah, way yeah not a sponsored <laughs> post right we're not that cool <laughs> but, we both, but we wouldn't be upset if he sponsored us but anyway but um something that i was mentioning to senia was um before i was kind of on the fence about getting the bike because it, it was a kind of a large purchase, but. Um, One of my best friends got it for Mother's Day. Shout out to Mal. Love you, boom. And um, so I decided to pull the trigger. And then, you know, it was like a kind of a domino effect where I think it was like five of us total ended up getting the bike. Nice. And, you know, during quarantine, it's just such a great experience to um, to feel like you're working out with your friends presently, you know, at the same time. It, great. It's such a wonderful feeling and you know one thing that I always emphasize to Sanya is when you're working out it's so important um to find something that you really love and cycling mm-hmm. happens to be that for me. nice. Yeah. And um Sanya you found a workout that you really love, right? I did, finally, finally. Um to be quite honest, I've never really been into working out at all like i kind of hate it like (laughs) a lot and you know mommy has always been into working out since we were super young Mm -hmm. and jesse for as long as i can remember I, i think she's always been super into working out i've never really been into it um but unfortunately You know, my doctor says you're in perfect health, but unfortunately, not unfortunately, but you do have to work out. Like, that's something that you need for your cardiac health. Mm -hmm. That's something you need overall. Um, It does improve your mood significantly. You know, all those endorphins. Um, So what I did find, actually, and I was uh, referred to a friend of mine is my, so my son, he has a PS4, right, has a PS4. And I ended up getting the PSVR for him. And I, uh, I got box VR. So I'm boxing, and it's VR, and it's super, super realistic. It's super fun. I get really sweaty. You've like, been slaying it. Yeah. I've been seeing on the Apple Watch. Yeah, like, yeah. So I'm very proud. Yeah, thank you. And Jesse's always been encouraging me, but I did learn that it is one of those things where you can't just you have to enjoy it because you mm-hmm. have to kind of motivate yourself. Like nobody really can motivate you, but exactly. you know. And the Peloton, I mean, I, I see it super cool. Like, yeah. It's 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 a beautiful machine. It like, is. Look at like the oh screen is giant. It's Like amazing. the kids want to hop on. Yep. Like Brian <laughs> right has a profile. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's super cool and and I think I think one of the significant differences that I've that I found. Um, one of the significant differences that I found. She turned off her. Sorry, no, no, I have like eighty-seven alarms. Alarm. <laughs> Um, is that my my mood is I mean my mood is is good overall because I'm super happy like I have a great life. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to be braggadocious I promise but I have a great husband I have a great family love my job love my babies, um, but sometimes I do feel down in the dumps uh-huh. you know like especially with quarantine the poor kids can't get out much that makes me sad and I'm and I'm kind of like an emotional flower like like in the sense that. You know, when I get down in the... Like, certain things can, can can trigger, like, for me to get really, really sad. Absolutely. And I find that, you know, when I do work out, like, I get in such a phenomenal mood. Mm-hmm. And and I think a lot of people need that. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's it, it's very, very, very important. Um, and, again, it's great for your cardiac health, you know. Um, so that's just... I think that that's something that people... If you haven't considered it... You know take a little time you know see but find what you like yep. it's important to that's what's imperative what you, like. yeah. you have to find something that you enjoy and one thing that i was telling um my my friends it's it's something that i mentioned because we have like a whole peloton crew WhatsApp chat you live in <laughs> your best life with your WhatsApp peloton crew yeah yeah so you know like I find that if I don't get up motivate myself and work out like I I don't do anything so I'm like you know what I gotta clean this apartment <laughs> let me get on this bike do this workout get these endorphins going and then you know I clean my house I'm super diligent on like doing my normal work and doing my emails and stuff like that so that's really important yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah. so, so speaking of rye um, uh, did we talk about? Did we mention um, schools are opening back up? Yes. Oh my gosh. How do you feel about that? Uh, <laughs> I think I, I don't think know, like, I think my feelings were pretty evident by my action. <laughs> I mean, something that AOC said, Alexandria Casio Cortez said, was that you know how are you gonna open up schools, but you ain't gonna open up restaurants. You know what I mean? Like, what makes me super sad? I may have mentioned this before. Yeah. Don't judge me. I repeat myself a lot, but <laughs> we all do. <laughs> don't worry. But about it. Um, I just think it's so. A lot of a lot of teachers are elderly. Mm-hmm. A lot of teachers are at risk, right? Mm-hmm. So I I I think that what the archdiocese ended up doing, which was amazing, was they gave you the option fifty percent capacity. You know that's a great idea, but the problem is is that I know that that is just not possible with the New York City public school system. Right. They don't have the resources for that. Yeah. A lot of a lot of kids, their parents need to go, go to right. work. Right. They need to go to work. Essential workers. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think certain people do have the option, but I just think not everyone has the luxury of like working from home. Right. So it's like and also not only that, the price of childcare in New York Ooh. is astronomical it is it's ridiculous like i you know i personally know people that have chosen to have a spouse be a stay-at-home parent one of the spouses be a stay-at-home parent just because like you're paying like a thousand something dollars a week for 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 child care well i did that for many years remember yeah i i actually stayed home with rye um but you know what i'm not i'm not gonna act like that like I was not so fortunate to have that option available for us because in reality, with our economy, the way that things are now, there has, has to, to be, be right right two, two parents working yeah exactly two income households right so so I was able to stay. What I did was I I stayed home until I think Ali was like two. Then I started going to school. I I took her with me because there was an early childhood center at my school, and then I started working full time again once she was in pre-K. Yeah. So I was beyond fortunate. But what were you saying about about? Um, oh yeah, you were saying that spouses have to stay home, right? Exactly. Like you know, I I there's there have been a lot of instances where, you know, a lot you know a lot of times the husbands are stay at home dads as well, like taking care yeah. of kids because, you know wives or the breadwinners and it doesn't matter who the it it makes more sense for the person who was making a higher income to stay home to sorry to go out to the workforce and then you know have the other spouse stay home with the kids just because it's the most financially prudent decision you can make right that gives me hope and so i feel that that gender roles i know that there's you know i don't want to offend anybody's culture Mm -hmm. but i just feel that locking people into these gender roles is just so antiquated like we ultimately like i do laundry al does laundry Mm -hmm. i cook al cooks Mm -hmm. we we do you know we do what we can at that moment if al has a particularly tough day which he does a lot then I'm the one that's gonna pick up the slack and I'm the one that's gonna do everything that needs to be done and, and vice versa. But mostly mm-hmm. it's him because you know he has a very physical job. But he he'll pick up a basket of laundry. You know, like I, I think that gender roles is definitely something that could that's an obstacle in our society. Oh absolutely and I know like particularly you know even now I have really good friends who are staying home with their kids. And, you know, it, whether it's because sometimes a mother feels like, you know, she's, she can do the job best because she knows, I don't know, she, sometimes women are a little bit overprotective of, you know, the way a child is taken care of. But it's just super, super hard when you have these women that are working from home and, you know, and have to be there mm-hmm. with their kids as well. So yeah. it's like you're, you're in the middle of a conference call and then your toddler is like screaming. Right. You know, and that's really tough. And, you know, a lot of a lot of husbands have stepped up to the plate, which has been wonderful. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, there's still a lot of... It's something we had in the chat. There's still a lot of coaching that has to be done as yeah. far as, you know, making the workload equal. Yeah. With having either having a child at home or even when the child is at school. But in general, just making the workload more equal, yeah. you know? It's... it's it's something that, that it does take a lot of, like, practice, a lot of communication, I think communication is so key, but I think that, you know, personally speaking, just from my, my personal viewpoint, and what I've been through, you know, just working at it is key, you know, like, if I, like, there have been instances where I'm, I'm, I'm home, and, and Al stays with the kids, you know what I mean, and, and, they're not. They're not really lacking in any way. Like they're. They're great. So it's a lot of communication, a lot of practice, mm-hmm. a lot of communication with your children. Mm-hmm. You know, when your children are small, you know, there. There's a. There's a lot of working out that needs to be done, but again, communication is so 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 key. If you're unhappy about something, you know, you can't let it fester. Mm-hmm. You know, you or if you disagree with something, you can't let it turn. You know, explode and turn into, like, this big issue. Like, you have to talk it out. Right. Like, don't go to sleep mad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's so true. Don't go to sleep mad. I think that's a super important, you know, rule to have in a relationship that's really, really important. But um, going back to, like... Cuomo opening schools our mom is actually a matron Mm -hmm. in the um in this in this school bus company one of the yellow school bus companies and particularly what she does is she um watches autistic children you know in in buses which means you know I'm I'm kind of a little scared for her just because I think it's hard enough to have small children keep masks on for long periods of time imagine you know particularly children who are artistic or, you know, adhere, like adhering to their routines. They don't like changes. They don't like changes in, in patterns. And wearing a face mask may be a change in a pattern that they don't like particularly. Yeah. So I just find, you know, I don't want my mom to be in a situation where um, where she's on the bus and one of the kids doesn't want to have a mask on. So I'm a little scared for her. She is a little bit more at ease because... The, whereas she had ten kids before in the bus, now she's only gonna have five. Oh, kids. that's great! Yeah, she told me that. Yeah, I spoke with her today, and that's what she told that's me. That's great. Lower volume makes things a lot oh, easier. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and also, you know, she's t- one thing that she told me is I think the, the, the is it U, UFT United Federation of yeah, Teachers? Yeah, that's the teachers' union. That yeah. teachers' union. What they're saying is if they don't give. School teachers proper PPE, then they're not going to go back to work because at that point you're, they're risking their health. Exactly, like they they and me, so yeah. absolutely because so I was I actually saw, dang I have to I have to start like memorizing these things better. But I had seen it was on TV because I watched the national news. I watched the news a lot because Al likes to watch the news. So I they showed this they it was basically like an experiment where they showed. You know where these particulates that leave your mouth, like when you speak, where do they go, right? So if you have, if you have the ventilation in the back of the room where you're not speaking, all the particulates, all of the, yep. all of that stuff, it, it travels all over the room. Now if you have the ventilation system near where you're speaking, it's able to fill the the ventilation system is able to filter everything out, mm-hmm. right? So if these if these so not only not only is it masks. N95 masks, because I don't know if you know, so N95 masks filter out 95% 95 anything a third over a a third of a micron, I'm sorry. (laughs) So it's 95% anything over a third of a micron, right? So that's most, most, most particulates, right? Um, Teachers need N95 masks. Yep. They also need goggles mm, because yep. that's one of the other ways that the virus enters your body. It's yep. through your mucous membranes. It's through your nose. It's through your eyes. Um, it's through you touching your, you know, your nose and your eyes and your face. Um, no gloves, by the way. Don't use gloves, guys, because the bacteria sticks to the gloves and then you spread the bacteria everywhere. Cross contamination. So the best, exactly, the best way for you to do it: wash your hands. Or or if you cannot absolutely cannot wash your hands, sixty seconds, wash your hands. Yes. <laughs> like, you know the kids have been singing that for so long. Um, so if you can't absolutely cannot wash your hands because that's the first line of defense, um, hand sanitizer. And I I hate I just hate hand sanitizer so much. But I like know, the I like the the prison one. <laughs> no, me too. I like the prison one. So oranges. Oh yes. Yeah, so the the. Um, the prisoners uh from I don't know if they were like in New York State jails are making like this hand sanitizer that they were giving out and, and we have train. a connect. Yeah, <laughs> no, we have a connect. No, we don't have a connect. <laughs> we don't have a connect. <laughs> we don't have a connect. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, so I got uh uh I got a spray from when I was leaving the, the train, and they were giving out the bottles for a little bit. But that spray is phenomenal; like it doesn't feel sticky mm-hmm. when you're done with it, and it smells and great. And it smells really ple- yeah. pleasant. It doesn't smell strong. So that I don't like I don't like using hand sanitizer because I actually have severe eczema, mm-hmm. but this hand sanitizer is phenomenal. Yeah. So the PPE is hand san. Well, it's the the goggles. The N ninety five masks, which are ridiculously expensive, mm-hmm. and hand sanitizers, they're gonna have to keep it everywhere. Yeah. So, I just hope they don't have like there's some hand sanitizers that are like so putrid, like yeah, it gross. I think those are. I think those are those ones that are like mostly toxic methanol. Like I, that's yeah. how it smells. Yeah. Like it when I go top. to T, when you go to TJ Maxx yeah. and Marshalls, oh, I don't want to be shady. But, but theirs, not that we're saying that that's what they have, but those hand sanitizers do yeah. not smell good. No, no, no. They don't smell good. It's just supposed to smell like regular rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all that we should really have. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I just hope that everything, like, I hope everything works out for the best. I think that, now, of course, of course, it's about the safety of of our children. Of course it is. Because our children are our future, and I don't want to be super cliché, but it's true. They they are our hope for the future. You know, they are the foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, our kids automatically know, like, that racism is wrong. Mm-hmm. That, that hatred is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, they are the future of our society. So, of course, you know, protecting our children is paramount. But kids dragging it home to mama and papa and kids dragging it to their teachers and and not only is it elderly teachers it's also teachers that are at risk a lot of teachers have diabetes a lot of teachers have asthma um there's a possibility that uft might go on strike yeah i just hope it all works out for the best i honestly think it's a mistake i mean cuomo said it himself he said it yesterday like this is halftime nobody celebrates a halftime right like the second wave is coming, right? I just hope that you know he's as diligent with opening the schools as he has been with everything else. That's my. I point. think they have some type of plan in place. They have to. The thing is, is that I'm not privy to any of that information because my yeah, my kids, yeah, yeah my, my kids, kids are yeah. Um, so I mean, we we are planning to buy a house soon. So at some point, we'll be some we'll be someplace like upstate. Where they have, everybody just has their own plans. Different municipalities, different towns, everything has, everybody has their own plans. But the thing is, is that the New York City school system is the biggest school system in the country. And that's why it's such a huge concern. Right. Exactly. So, it's just, it's hard. It's really, really hard. um, Guys, sorry if you hear a little background noise. Yeah. (laughs) I think my neighbors are living their best lives downstairs. But, you know, we're going to try to. It's okay. We're gonna to try to speak as clearly as possible. Yeah, I think we're doing good. But anyway, so what was that? The next. Oh um, what what my god! Wait, did you see that meme? <laughs> no, it was on. I don't know. But I don't have TikTok. Wait, no, but, but I must have sent it to no, you. No, no, no. I, so I had seen it initially. It was. With, uh, <laughs> I think it me. was the the the. the 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 TikTok video with the outdoor dining and they sitting the, the rat. Rat. <laughs> <laughs> and the above ground freaking Ooh, um, train. The subway oh man so I I have to say that you know honestly like do I miss out um, dining in a restaurant absolutely absolutely we didn't do it often but we did do it and it was great this outdoor dining stuff is not cute I think um on Tuesday. My friend Carla and I, we went to Havana to have some, to have them, that yummy steak. Mm-hmm. Not sponsor, but they can sponsor us. Um, <laughs> but, um, they're so, the churrasco, right? Yo, the oh churrasco with, with the the Cuban moro. congri. Oh my God. <laughs> with, the, the with, with the chimichurri. Mom, chimichurri? With the, <laughs> the, sh- the chimichurri oh chimi sauce. The chimichurri Carla sauce. Carla I was like, yo, Carla, why didn't you put the chimichurri on the steak? She's like, girl. Girl. Girl, was good. I'm girl. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's so good. but oh, with anyway. the little pickled salad? Oh, yeah, right. oh, it's so delicious. Right. Anyway, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly we love that place. But, um, so typically, like where we live, is pretty quiet. Yeah. It's, but I just find there's so much tomfoolery going on with yeah. this pandemic. So, you know, those, first of all, people had dirt bikes, something that I have never seen around here. Dirt bikes. Oh, and I'm like, low, load, load. Fine. Oh, Jesus. I think two of them went by. Then another one, I mean, no shade. It isn't as bad as like Washington Heights or Mm -hmm. Inwood. But I was like, oh my God. Like I've done enough outdoor dining where I'm like, this is different. However, I will say that I do appreciate being able to dine with my friends again. Because there was one point where I was like, oh my goodness, I'm climbing up the walls. Where are my friends? It's, it's just something. Yeah, I mean, I had seen a sit because I have the Citizen app, like a lot of New Yorkers, I'm sure, and a fight broke out in Mama Juana's. Yep. I'm like, how sweet? And where? And wh- they exactly. have that, they don't have that many tables. I out. mean, it sucks because I, every I say this to, I say this every single time I pass by like a restaurant. I'm like, how how are these restaurants coping with the loss of business? They must have some kind of like subsidy or like there there must be a way I think there for, isn't that that loan thing I think I think the government has to be helping them because how could they possibly, personally yeah, protection yeah how loan? could how could they possibly make ends meet you know you know how much you you can only imagine how much the overhead of a restaurant is hello how can you do that when you can only have like 8 or 10 tables outside when you know whereas before your establishments were full to the brim and there exactly. were people just standing at the bar so there has to be some kind of aid that they're receiving. So I know there was that small business loan, but I think that at some point those will be turned into grants. Yeah. Because I'm sure that a six figure like loan like that, or depending on obviously depending on the size of your business, if you can't pay that back because you haven't recovered. Um. I don't think it's a loan. I think it's some. No, it it's a is grant. a grant. No, it is a loan that will eventually become a grant. I looked into it. Oh, okay. That makes just 'cause I'm that that super more curious. Um, I mean, uh, unfortunately, like I, I don't think I'm as well versed as Sanya when it comes to like a lot of the pandemic stuff because I literally do not watch the news. It's I, depressing. I exactly like I just don't watch it, so I'm like, you know what? Let me get on my little peloton, live my little best <laughs> life. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, you're not doing the wrong thing because it's it's. So not only with this presidency and like first of all I'm not like I'm not gonna get too heavy into it but just the stuff that has happened over the last few years like I feel like I'm living in the twilight zone yeah and you said that last like, episode too exactly. like it's true. like how is like I was watching um it was a quick thing and and even Al had paused it for me I was like watch this uh David Muir who's the anchor for the national news on Channel 7 mm-hmm. was speaking to Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden. And he said, you know, what are you doing? What do you say when you have the president saying that you're a nasty woman, saying all these awful things about you? And then I, I forget. I forget Kamala's response. And I'm sorry about this. But Joe Biden said something that just struck a chord with me so much. He said, I've never heard a president talk like that ever. Yep. When has a president spoken like that ever? When has a president seen protests where somebody died and said that that, uh, that is their fault that no, that there are two that there are good people on both sides? Yeah. Like oh yeah, exactly. Like what I yeah, and, and I even like think, that was the, the North Carolina. Right where when the the, one person where the guy, died, guy ran the, yeah. the people over? Yes. I'm just like how, like, this guy, like, rationalizes evil behavior. And, and that's a lot of the reason why, especially, like, when he came into office, I stopped watching a lot of the TV. Yeah. Just because of the buffoonery that was coming out of his mouth, I'm like, this can't be real. Like, this is, we're living in, like, she, like Sanya said, like, we're living in the twilight But it's not only you, it's a lot of people. I'm just like, I'd rather be, you know, ignorance is bliss at this point. Like, I'd rather just, you know even though like cuz you know where i work and again we didn't say this disclaimer before but yeah but our views are our views alone they do not reflect the views of our employers very right. important but you know where where i work particularly cuz um, i work at a um, an investment management firm it's like anything this man says the stocks go up and down like they they seesaw all the time and that affects my company directly because that's what we do. We're an investment management firm, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know. So he's affecting you guys' money, is, essentially. exactly, and in some way, your wages, exactly, like your boss's wages, everybody's wages, exactly. So you know, I'm you know, so unfortunately, we do have to have the the not MSNBC, which was the other one, not um, mm-hmm. no, it's another. C- it's not CNBC. Is it MSNBC or CNBC? It's either C- MSNBC or CNBC. But anyway, the one that shows all the stocks. And then, you know, they show a lot of the stuff. So I'm just I like, think oh, it's oh. CNBC. I think. There's one that, that one of the guys at work, he's he's like pretty conservative. And he hates it because he says they're too liberal. So oh, I know geez. it's not that one. But, you know, you get to see, you know, the the what this man says and how it directly affects... The markets, like it's so crazy. So I just hate how divided everything is. I like, know, and and that makes me sad because I feel and and because I feel like when Obama was president, the racists were very quiet. Oh yeah. And now they're bold as hell. So my and this is and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't have anything against people that are conservative. I don't Uh have anything against you if you're a Republican. Uh I don't have anything against you if you are against abortion. Agreed. uh, You know, what I do have, what I do hold against people is if they are Trump supporters simply because of Like his actions speak for themselves. Like I don't even even need to speak any further. Exactly. So look at what he does, what he says. Hello, look at the way his wife treats him. Hello, look at hello. (laughs) The man has separated families at the border. Exactly. No, no putting kids in cages. Yeah. And and then again, justifying his behavior and chanting that he's going to build a wall and. Just even like the, the whole DACA thing, like these, yeah, these like these the dreamers, like they're just trying to get into this country to make something of themselves, right? And to be better for their families, and you're taking that away from them, something that was promised to them, yeah, which makes it even worse, yeah. So I mean, and 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 I do hold issue with with the Republicans that enable, right? So that there's so many Republicans have gone against him. So many are voting for Biden. So many have endorsed Biden. So that gives me hope. Like, I don't have, I don't have anything against any Republicans or conservatives, but I do hold someone that can support Trump. Like, I'm not messing with you. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? One thing that annoys me is, is the fact that like people always find a way of taking issue with someone no matter what. So people gripe about um, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris her name is Kamala Harris. People take issue with her. People take issue with things that she said. People take issue with Joe Biden. But guess what? At this point, if you feel that way, it's the lesser of two evils. Do you want Do you want uh, uh, someone who's misogy- a misogynistic, homophobic, racist in office? Or would you rather have someone that at least has morals in office? You know exactly. what I mean? So, yeah it's just I, I do I do think that if someone is a Trump supporter there's no arguing with them there's really no convincing them. Like, absolutely not absolutely not you know but again like it's just it's just uh, uh, how it just shows how divided we are yeah so anyway speaking of a beautiful black um <laughs> woman as vice president <laughs> Um, something we wanted to chat about that we saw and, and we, we loved, we were in absolute awe. Like it was visually stunning, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Is Black is King. Go ahead, Beyonce. <laughs> so if so, for those of you that don't know about Black is King, I didn't know what it was when I was going into it. It is a visual literal representation of the Lion King yeah. soundtrack I would say uh, so it's like a visual right but yeah. it is also a literal representation of the soundtrack and part it was like it was like the movie but more like a literal representation that includes people as opposed to like animals almost like a story right type thing. exactly right. it was first of all it was visually oh stunning oh my god beautiful she was dressed by, by only black designers yep. Everything was so beautiful. My daughter was shaking her booty. <laughs> She's seen it so many times already. She loves it. Yeah. It's just it was just so beautiful. It was It was so, breathtaking. It was like I I'm not going to lie like going into it it's it was not what I expected at all. Yeah. Like it was so much pro- like I'm not saying I'm not trying to be saying anything negative, but it was so much more profound than anything that I expected. Right. Like, it was beautiful. It was stunning. The story was amazing. The music was amazing. It was, like, emotional. Like, it brought out these emotions yeah. in you. What did you think? I, I just, I, like you said, like, it, you know, I'm a big Beyoncé fan. I've seen a lot of her visual stuff. But this, I think Blackest King was absolutely, like, next level. Yeah. I love that she had, I think, mostly all Black performers. With the exception of like the butlers <laughs> <laughs> and the help, uh, whoops, <laughs> <laughs> you know that was meant. Yeah, of course. But I mean, yeah. it's the opposite in like everything else. So. Yeah, and you know, you got to see her babies. You got to see her interact with her children. Something that you don't see that often. Because you know, I think she's a pretty private person. But I think with this project, it made her. I think mo- vulnerable in a lot of ways, and I think she captured that. Yeah. With the with um that piece of art like definitely. it was just stunning I definitely felt her vulnerability yeah. I'm not gonna lie like we saw facets of her that you wouldn't see like I do like her music I do like Beyonce's music but this to me was so there was such an incredible like depth to it right if you haven't seen it you should definitely catch it if you have Disney Plus if you don't have some, get somebody's password right um, or you can sign up <laughs> right I think it has like a, do they have a free trial or something I don't know, maybe they do. But okay. um I feel like, you know, generally with Beyonce, as much as I like her as an artist, it's very superficial. Mm-hmm. It's all about, you know, the bells and the whistles and the and the lights and this and the dancing. But this like she danced but not it wasn't about the dancing. It was just mostly like she was like speaking with Yeah, Beyonce. exactly. So I definitely I love that. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Like, it was so beautiful. So um, beautiful. I totally loved it. So, yeah. I think it's something you guys should definitely watch. It's even, it's appropriate to watch with the family. Um, you could watch it by yourself. You can watch it on date night with your boo. Exactly. It's, you know, it's it's definitely appropriate for everybody. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, we could segue into something else. Um, oh, my God. What about the Ellen drama? <gasps> Oh my god. That team was hot. So I mean it makes me sad because so this is the thing, right? A lot of this is the thing, like you don't know what's speculation and what's not, but so many people have spoken negatively spoken out negatively, right? People that used to work for her, um, and it's coming from everywhere. Oh yeah. It's like the former DJ. The thing is is that so he, he said it too? Yeah, the form not not Oh not, not, not Twitch. Twitch. Right. The, the other oh, guy you're right. Yeah. So Apparently he got canned suddenly, right? I don't know. That's the thing. Like you don't know if 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 people say because this is show business, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes people are salty, and and they'll come out and say something and you have negative. To take everything with a right. grain of salt. But I think her true colors kind of started coming out. I didn't see that Dakota Fanning interaction. Remember, like so not Dakota Fanning. Oh my God, Dakota Johnson. Oh, so I Dakota Johnson was was being interviewed by her. And then she said that she had invited her somewhere and then Dakota was like, No, you didn't invite me, or something like it. The interv- the interaction, I don't I didn't want to watch it because I get secondhand embarrassment. We very get bad. secondhand embarrassment really, very really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna watch this, but what I do remember is that it kind of showed true colours of the true colours of Ellen, supposedly, allegedly. Um mm. but what did they say? Like No, so basically that the, that the no, interaction that ellen was, was awkward? Yeah, no that it was awkward because ellen was lying and ellen was being fake that was the point of it she was lying and she was being fake right right so um i that was like the beginning i think that's kind of when everything started that was like the segue and Right. Like, i think that's when things started kind of to like unravel right. a bit um because i feel like one thing that i that i found is you know there's a lot of things that have come About in this pandemic, one of them is people airing out nasty ass celebrities, i.e., Leah Michelle. Oh, yeah, oh man, that's her. I mean, that kind of sucks to happen to her while she's pregnant, but guess what? But she, you bring a douche on you, you (laughs) reap what you sow. Yeah, to me, her energy seems so whack, like, she just seems like not a genuine person. But let me tell you, I was shocked to learn that 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 was Ellen because I didn't really get that from her. Like, you know what, like you are a white woman, but you're a homeless, you're a lesbian. So you are a marginalized now, wait, white woman. Not only a marginalized white woman, but a pioneering. Yes, because remember, she was the first one to come wow. out. Yes, I don't know if y'all remember. We, I, remember. we remember. We on remember. ABC, yes. and then her show got canceled, right? Yeah, shortly thereafter. Yeah, because that and was, Hallmark didn't Hallmark pull advertisements. Yeah, too? right. A lot of people pulled advertisements. That was a point in time, a very sad point in time, where, you know, you couldn't be gay. You couldn't be gay. Like you couldn't. You could. You. We've come, we, to a certain extent, we've come a long way. So this is, this is the reason why I'm like, I don't really know. Because the, one of the big things that a lot of people were saying about Ellen, because I, I read a lot of crap all over the internet, was apparently her people said that you can't look Ellen in the eye, right? That's the most condescending shit ever. It <laughs> is, totally, totally. But did those words come out of her mouth, right? Number one. right. Number two. Did that come from her people, right. or did that come from No, her? it came from her people. Now this is the thing, right? I find that when you become famous, you have this these people insulate you in this yep. bubble, right? Yep. And it, but it's sometimes it's a bubble of their making. Like you can be this totally down to earth person, but to make you feel a certain type of way, to make you feel this, to make you feel that, you know, they'll be like you can't look at her in the eye. But right. there were also people that were say- that said that she said like workers that said, oh, have you showered? You smell. Or hey, your breath stinks. Here's mint. Like she kept mint. You know what I heard too? Um, that I that I saw that. Um, obviously TikTok. I got a lot of t- TikTok. But there was a, a waitress whose fingernails had chips in them, and yeah. she wrote a letter. An to, email. A, an email. No, I thought it, well, a letter email. It was an email. It was an email to the owner of the restaurant, yes. asking them to fire her yeah. over her chipped fingernails. That's some bullshit. Yeah, it is. I think it was like a suspension. That but, sucks. But no, she might I think she did ask her to get fired, but then they were throwing out like the idea of a suspension and the chick was like, nah. Yeah. But it's I mean it's 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 crazy because like it's you don't like I so I I I'm the type of person and I know Jesse is too that i a hundred percent validate people's feelings like i validate your feelings i validate your emotions i Mm -hmm. validate your experiences um i'm gonna and you know what like if that's your truth like that is your truth Mm -hmm. and i will and i will i will validate those feelings i'm not trying to like listen to you know what somebody says and be like "Ah, oh that's not true you know what i mean like Especially, especially, you know, nowadays with women and a lot of like, you know, sexual harassment allegations, sexual assault allegations. Whereas, you know, for many years, people used to say no. People used to victim shame. Oh, but why did it happen to you? What did you do to make that happen? And then, so now, you know, I think, thank thank goodness we're at a turning point where women, again, women's feelings and people in general. Their feelings, their thoughts, their opinions are being validated. Yeah. Because it's like you can't tell me that I was I wasn't being sexually harassed. Right. You cannot tell me that I was not Harvey Weinstein. You right. You know what I mean. And I can't believe that that man's name is now like a euphemism for like <laughs> sexual yep. harassment. Exactly. Like, That's just, I, it's it's. But you know what's terrible to me? Like those claims are never really like taken seriously until a ton of people come forward it has to be like a whole wave of people for uh, prime example bill cosby oh yeah oh we've had many of discussions but he's but you know what though like i there's definitely an aspect of mental illness there absolutely because if you listen to like his deposition he has a he has some kind of um like a philia like um a sexual perversion so like what, one thing that I oh kind of, that's what you meant I thought you I said Ophelia I'm like Ophelia Ophelia, Ophelia. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. I I think what what he has is he has a fixation with you unconscious know, women a, exactly <laughs> you know have funny. It, funny. it's not funny at all No, but no, no. and I know you know but he th- that's what his fetishes is, is to have sex with maybe he maybe he was like necrophilia you know I mean, not I to know. go over there like to go to that extreme. you you never know. But I think that I think he has a sexual perversion. I think that's what he likes. So during his deposition he was basically saying that if a woman is unconscious, she can't say no. So it's consensual number one. Number two, I really and truly believe that his wife enabled him because in all of the stories that came out, um his wife disappeared shortly after the woman arrived and left the woman and Bill Cosby alone. Oh, she was absolutely complicit. There's no way that you can do what you did as many times as you did without having, without your, I mean, I know you're, you know, he's an actor, he travels and stuff, but in a lot, like you said, in a lot of instances, his wife was in, you know, quote unquote present and then she disappeared. So she knew. So like, I don't want to be a shady asshole, but like when, I, I think that a lot of people, like, in Hollywood, their morality is definitely, like, skewed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, That's why, So you know, a lot of these child act- actors are, are all messed up because... Girl. Yeah, because they've been molested. Yeah. Like, I know that Evan Rachel Wood, um, in an interview, and this was so disturbing, but I kind of knew this to be fact already. Like, I'm a mother. Like, I... And you... And, and after you've taken, like, a couple of psychology courses, and not to mention the fact, like, people you know molestation definitely well it it manifests in certain ways in adulthood um and she and evan rachel wood said that every every man that she knows that was a child actor in hollywood was molested yeah and, a lot and that itself in drug abuse and, and 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 even like it, it schizophrenia psychosis yes like at-risk yep. behavior like, look at poor Britney. And look at... And look at Martin... Um, not Martin Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen is a mess. Yeah? Like, I know that there was somebody that said... um A, a few women had said that... That he has, like, a lot of, like, bizarre, bizarre, like, sexual preferences. Mm-hmm. Like... Like... And and then, like... Like, for example, like, I... We, we can only speculate. That's... Like, this is all speculation. Like, yeah. Like, poor Britney, right? Oh, god. So, Britney Spears so we're at the point right now just to give you a little bit of context um just to give you a little bit of context um there's like this free hashtag free britney movement and people are saying that you know that they want her conservatorship to end and but it's like guys y'all don't know what's going on i agree with that too should her father be be in charge of that i do not think so she needs someone that's more responsible someone that won't take advantage of her i think it should it should be her, it should be him with someone else so that, that that way they can police each other so i don't think that he's taking advantage of her at all I in, in fact so. i think he's being people are like oh he's making one hundred and eighty thousand. not only does he manage her multi-millions he takes good care of her. Like, people, time makes you forget. She had an awful breakdown. The reason why she acts the way she acts is because she's on so much medication. Yeah. Now, This although, is also speculation. Right. Well, not necessarily. Because, like, she has a, a ton of, like, psychiatrists, like, on staff. And there They... So, when they do her conservatorship hearings... Psychiatrists and doctors go as well And I don't know if you guys know this But particularly the difference between A, psycholo- a psychologist and a psychiatrist Is that psychiatrists Are able to write prescriptions And dispense medications And psychologists cannot Right. So, so, so exactly. point So I do know that There are a lot of mental You know Illnesses and mental situations Like depression included where And anxiety included where you need a certain, you know, you need medication, or your medication needs to be tweaked for you to be stable. Like, and I just, I personally think, like, hello, Lady Gaga said, I'm on an antipsychotic medication. I believe that. Yeah, like, especially no, people, she said it. She especially, it. especially people who are like artistic, brilliant, you know, who have, who are super hyper creative, are the ones that a lot of times tend to be. Look at Kanye. Tend to be like mentally unstable i think that kanye's mental instability a lot of it well this is the thing we don't know it could have been before his mother passed away but it could have manifested when his mother passed oh away. absolutely but what i heard too was that he had mental health issues while his mom was alive but she made sure that he took it she stayed on top of him so he could take his medication yeah. and not for anything but his wife is probably too busy taking selfies for her to worry about that stuff. i don't know like i think I know she loves him and stuff, but I don't know if she's the right person to, cause she, you know naturally. I, I loyal to not right? Yeah, I don't mean to be shady, but like this girl is is going to law school. Like she's trying to free, free people from prison. She's she has a makeup line. She has she has a lot going on. She's she's worrying about her empire. What makes you think she's worrying about her husband? taking pills every day, while a lot, I'm sure a lot of the times they're not even together. They're, like, apart from each other. I don't know. I have to disagree with you a little bit. Just because, like, that statement that she put out, how, you know, mental illness is a struggle and, you know, medicate. Like, I, I think that... I think that she cares about him so much only because... First of all that statement she put out was very profound about I, her. yeah you, you know yeah I agree with that like and then I don't mean to be super shady but <laughs> no, no no it's but it's your opinion you know it's it's how you feel no but the you're right though like that statement she basically like you know came out with her tail between her legs and was like look he's struggling you know he and back like you know to say like I know he embarrassed me but he has mental health issues and and it's not a joke. And and I think a lot of people and then the problem the problem with especially us you know people of color you know we don't legitimize mental health issues. We don't. In fact, we're taught to we're taught to sweep it under the rug. We're taught that if you have mental health issues you're not strong. Um you have to push through it when in reality that's not the case at all. Depression, I've been through postpartum depression. Depression is a is a chemical imbalance in your brain. You need more serotonin. Yep. And that can be rectified with medication. Or sometimes it's underlying issues where talk therapy is cathartic and helps you open the doors. Maybe maybe you need to heal your inner child. Your inner child is broken and you need to you need to resurrect and heal your inner child. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that These are definitely things that that need to be addressed in communities of color. Like, we have to be taught that it's okay to talk about your feelings, you know? Like, I, I, you know, even with my husband and with my children, I'm like, look, talk to me. Tell me how you feel. Do you feel okay? Self-awareness is the key to figuring out that something is wrong. Sometimes self-awareness needs to be brought forth from other people. Like, other people have to say... You know, how are you feeling? Yeah. Are you okay? Is something wrong? Do you feel okay? Do you feel normal? Like, you, for you to say, Hey, something is wrong. I don't feel good mentally. I don't feel good. That is that self awareness. Mm-hmm. That is something that is very, 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 very hard to achieve. Yeah, if you can achieve it, you're lucky. But if you feel like something is off, you can either talk to people, mm-hmm. if you go, to, if you speak to a therapist. And they say, you know what? We need to manage this with some medication. They're the professionals that will know this is the right thing that we need to do. Yeah. I, I Healing your inner child won't be enough. You know, we need this. We need that. So I, I, I mean, I commend her, you know, like. Also, I feel like, you know, because my guilty pleasure is watching the show sometimes. So if, from what I gather from his behavior, with him, it's like walking on eggshells, like, so I feel like her addressing his behavior and his and something being wrong might set him off. Now I don't I don't really watch it. Like when he was in the hospital, does that show up on camera? No, because I know I know in general he did not like being recorded until recently, until like literally like a couple of years ago, and even so, you only see him a tiny bit. He doesn't really allow himself to be recorded that much. Okay, because I know, judging just by, like, the, the gossip blogs, which I read sometimes, for to pleasure, um, I know that when all that stuff was going down with Lamar Odom, there was, like, cameras in their face. Like, in the sense that everything was kind of being documented, no, wasn't it? No, not, no, I don't not like he, Not, like, in his, in his hospital room, literally. No, like, when he, when, when everything went down, I think in Las Vegas, they stopped recording, but I think, like... No, but she was, like, in that, uh what's it called the the confessional thing i i saw yeah so that's different because you know in that she could be anywhere where she's doing that but i think at one point they're like oh you know out of respect we're turning off the cameras but obviously that doesn't stop them from talking about it right and bringing it up you know can i just say that if if i were ever like first of all i don't think i would ever want to become a celeb like that shit is trash because you you expose your whole life, yeah. And if guess what? If you don't expose it, somebody else will. Yep. And I just I'm such a private person. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have I barely have any skeletons in my closet. I mean, I may have a couple. I'm human, um, but I I don't want people all up in my business. Facts. Like I can't I can't do that. Like that's not that's not really what I'm about. Like I'm not, I don't really feel that like. Well, would I like to be wealthy absolutely <laughs> yes <her. laughs> um, but I would like to do that through like business like I wouldn't want to like you know Suppose our our little. I will say, what if our blog blog posts blow up our, our and, and we get a, and we get a, a a show on Showtime like freaking decent. and Meadow? Oh, that's different because <laughs> you're like you're like a host, like you're hosting a show. Or, you know, like it's a show. Like we talk a little bit about our families, but right. to have somebody like completely documenting like your family, like that's so invasive. It's so intrusive. Like that's one thing. I, you know, and. You know, I I feel like, especially like with my friends and my family, I talk about like, you know, and one thing I like about, you know, we have, I have this, this, I have a couple of group chats that it basically keeps you accountable, right? As far as like, not even just eating well and exercising, but treating yourself well and doing the things that you should do for your mental health to stay healthy you know mentally and to take care of yourself and not forget that you need to take care of yourself. Yeah, you self-care. Self exactly. Yeah. So I find that, you know, in in those chats, you know, we're pretty vulnerable. You know, we talk about things that bother us, that hurt us. We talk about having rough days. We talk about you know, some days not being easy and that I I, I think I wouldn't feel comfortable expressing that Outside of like my friends and my family. Like, I, I, I just, because at the end of the day, when you're a celebrity, there are just so many people that look at you and laugh and are like, oh, they wanted fame, didn't they? Isn't that, you know, they expose themselves, that's what they get. And there are people that are true assholes, like people that are trolls and people right. that just because they don't have the fame, they don't have the fame that you have, they treat you like crap and they talk down on you. They're like keyboard thugs. Right. So That's, um I forget the name of that, but a lot of people do stuff like that because they would never do that like if they were right. Oh, people. absolutely They not. They get a sense, that, that sense of anonymity gives them power. Yep. Because, and they're willing to say stuff they would never say to you in your face. And one feature on TikTok is like if someone's, because there are people that say the nastiest things to people, so they have the ability to, to verbally reply to those comments. Ah! Yo, it's hysterical. But what do these cowards do? They erase their comment completely, and they erase their account. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So, you're a clown. Like, that's so whack. I don't know. Like, I just... So, I so there's there's people that, like, they beast to become famous. They beast to become famous, like, by any means necessary. Like, this is what I'm looking well, for. You know, Kim Kardashian was like that. Oh, yeah, up top. Hello. I mean... She Uh, she yeah she put a sex tape out there. No, and also in the beginning when she was like a teenager, she talked about how she was gonna be famous. Oh yeah, I mean she's spoken into existence, I guess. Yeah, actually, absolutely. I um and her mom was the architect of a lot of that. Mm -hmm. She she she's she she was the one that made all of them famous. Yeah. Because she was the one that was, you know, working the cogs in the background doing everything i mean she's her manager yeah so she was the one that did all of that so yeah. i don't know i would i would just like to be wealthy i wouldn't want to be famous i would like to continue my little podcast because i like talking and yeah and also like you know to go back to that um to go back talking about kanye i just you know i miss old kanye man i miss old kanye i feel sad so sad that he's Beyond anything, I just think what he's going through is just so, so sad. And even, like, the first time he had a breakdown, uh, I think um, I, I reposted something that Russell Simmons said. And I was just like, yo, mental health issues are real. I feel like now people are starting to talk about it. And now people are comfortable talking about feeling depressed and not feeling right. And it's just so sad that you have to see people go through mental breakdowns and see their lives break down before your eyes before you actually you know realize that it's a thing that it's real you know but let me blow your mind for a second was there ever an old kanye was that that those issues were they always present and were were they just like hidden under wraps which a lot of shit crap ton of famous people do man i just feel i you know what that's a valid point but i feel like as you get older mental health issues only get worse so I feel like old Kanye was what, 25, 30 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's 40. Now he has lower serotonin and dopamine mm-hmm. levels in his body. Now he has he has more anxiety. He has more stress, more fears. He's less resilient. So, you know, unfortunately with age comes more mental health issues. I might have to disagree with you with, on that one just because, you know, when I was younger, I had a few mental health issues and... As I've gotten older, you know, a few things a few things have happened, you know. I, I have a great life, I have a great family, and I keep saying that. I wanna sound like a jerk. But um, also that self awareness that I feel like I didn't have before, wisdom obviously, years, experience. I think that they've made me they've made me better for it. Like I feel more mentally strong and mentally healthy than ever. But I think it also depends a lot on your circumstances. I think that it depends that if you, it it depends, if you have a lot on your plate, if you have too much on your plate, your mind is gonna break down. So I think everybody's kind of different. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of different. I just find that, you know, even though like, I, I consider myself to have a good life. I love where I live, I love my family. I love, I pretty much love my life, right? Not to sound like a jerk either. But I just find that now I'm more emotionally vulnerable, you know? Now I, I'm more scared, you know? I'm more fearful of, like, losing what I have or, like, something happening or, like... You know, I, I just think everything that's going on in the world right now, it's the source of, like, a lot of my fear. And, yeah. and fear and anxiety, you yeah. know? And I don't know, it's just... These, I, these yeah. are crazy, unprecedented times, I man. think I think you're right in the sense that um, I don't want to keep talking about the Cheeto and Chief, but there's like, I, who had mentioned it? Was it you that was saying that like everybody's depressed because of what's happening? Yeah, like everybody's depressed, everybody's anxious. So many freaking people have committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but all we can do is you know hope for the best. You know, yeah. like hope that I haven't requested my mail-in ballot yet, but I will. Um, you did it for the last election, right? Yes. I showed it too. Yes. But I, I think I'm I'm not going to procrastinate and mail it like three days before. No, I'm going to mail it. I'm going to, as soon as I get it, as soon as I get it, I'm going to fill it out. I think you can actually hand it in in person, which I'm okay with you doing You can, as well. so which I just don't want to stand in line with like, because my where I vote is in Washington Heights, and you, I don't know if you saw, but that's the that's the highest population with the antibodies is people in Washington Heights, right? Well, that's not surprising. The, yeah, the, the Dominicans, us, we were in quarantine. Yeah, and and like you you know, our mom lives in the Heights. Like, we go we go visit mommy, and there the. The streets are, are packed with yeah, people. Yeah, people act like there's no corona. They, well, this was in the height of the pandemic. Um, we were dropping something off at Mommy's house. And nobody was wearing a mask. The yeah, streets, in the beginning, no one was the wearing the streets masks. were packed. Um, and, and I know for a fact that it's very, like, saturated. Like, there's so many people there in general. In general, the buildings like you have... It's like, you know, like I lived in Harlem for a year. It's... There are so many people living in one apartment. Yeah, you know, and if there aren't it's like mommy has an it's like for, not not our mommy like a proverbial mommy, but like a mommy all her kids went to college, they made their lives so now she's renting her four bedroom apartment. She's renting the three rooms and then there's a couple in each Jesus. room. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's how it is in the heights. It's like and and the apartments there are huge too. So for that reason, I imagine there are a lot more people in the apartments as yeah. well. Um so. I know that well, I don't know. I know that um, there's a lot of people in the heights, so I know that as far as dropping off your ballot, where you where you're supposed to vote, there there's it went viral. That's the issue that I foresee. You're supposed to call your where you where you're supposed to vote, and you can drop it off without having to wait in line. But I foresee there being a ton of crowds simply because a lot of people know that that's an option now, when nobody knew that that was an option they automatically assume that it was a mail-in ballot, therefore it has to be mailed back in. You know what, I'm just a little bit apprehensive of all of the things that are going on with the post office conveniently, you know, right around the time of election. But- Yeah, mighty convenient, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But I just, I, I really, oh man,